Hey everybody, we were once called Final Frontiers. Now we are Here Come the Warm Gents. We're still talking about Alias, still the only people that are on the internet talking about Alias, and so far we have not yet been sued, Warm Gents or otherwise. So stay tuned and have a good listen. Greetings, Internet. This is Final Frontiers, your first and only alias podcast. I'm Matthew. And I'm Mitchell. Who's uh, staring at his goddamn phone. Does it throw Can you, you off? focus on Final Frontiers you, you for have, a minute? You have fucking news print sheet in your hand like fucking Walter Winchell, and yeah. you're giving me the business because I have using my phone to look at notes. Yeah, like it's Star Trek. It's not Star, Star Trek. Trek. We don't talk about Star Trek on this podcast. You have, uh, you, you, you're wearing... Uh, a slight pork pie with a little card in it that says press right now because that's what you look like we're discussing alias season one episode 19 snowman snowman written by jesse alexander and jeff pinker directed by barnett kelman barnett kelman mitchell if you could oh, i'm not listening i'm just playing could, with my phone if you could put down angry I'm, birds I need to for get a the second goddamn cat that's dressed like a gaucho barnett kelman did you say barnett kelman Directed, I don't know, something like 14 episodes of Mad About You, 76 episodes of Murphy Brown. That's a lot of Murphy Brown. It's too much Murphy Brown. How many did she do? She had like, she was over 200, right? 247 She's episodes. Oh, man. Total. She was the so, uh, 200 plus club. 200 plus plus. Sure. Yeah. There's 200 plus plus and then like 300. Sure. When you're in, uh, what? Simpsons territory. Yeah. Bonanza. Bonanza. Others. Uh, uh, also, three episodes of Felicity. Gunsmoke. But this is his only episode of Alias. One and done. Yeah. He had enough of this shit. He it's hit like, it and he quit it. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. All right. Uh, Netflix summary. Vaughn confirms that K-Directorate has hired an assassin known as the Snowman for his favored use of an ice pick as a weapon to take out Kazanov. All right. That, that makes sense. Okay. Wikipedia summary. Sloan begins to question where Noah's true allegiances lie as passion ignites between Sydney and Noah. Meanwhile, Sydney continues to uncover new information about her mother, which disturbs Jack. A rogue assassin known as the Snowman is dispatched by K-Directorate to kill Calder. Will and Francie confront Sydney about the mysterious airline ticket stub found in her jacket. Yeah. Okay. Well summarized. When this started, I had forgotten that Peter Berg... Was in the last week's episode. Really? Yeah. Well, you watched last week's episode kind of tired, right? Sort of sleepy-eyed? Yeah, but we then we talked about it yeah. <laughs> at length. Like we do. Yeah. It seems like I would have remembered that Peter Berg was in the episode. Yeah. And then immediately I'm like, fuck, Peter Berg. Okay. But, Fine. Uh, but you know what? Last week I prophesized. I said, Sydney's going to get fucked and then she's going to start making some sense. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Is it? Yeah. It's exact what it is. I'm trying. To, I knew that. I remembered this. Uh, I know you. You forgot most of last week's episode and a blur of what have you. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, I remember your theory. That's why James Bond is a good spy. Did because, I say that? Yeah, he's like James Bond fucks all the time. Finishes. He's a good spy. James Bond fucks. James Bond fucks. And uh, who, but who Sydney, doesn't? Sydney Bristol doesn't. She doesn't. And uh, she's, she's dropping the ball, fumbling the briefcase. 
That fella in the prisoner. Uh, I don't remember him getting any. Nope. And he's uh, seeing all kinds of wacky shit. <laughs> Delusions of not having sex. Yeah. Just like in Cabin Boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get those pipes clean. City. Well, that's when your world takes a turn for the worse, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, as I guess you can argue happens further in this episode. Yeah. You were saying about Sydney? I kind of want more of your assessment to as how, how did she get better at her job? Now, I'm not like putting you on the spot like I don't believe you, but I would just like a better example, an example. Uh, I would say that she's a more nimble liar in this episode. Okay. She is a more brutal killer. Who does she kill again? The snowman. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, kind of. Kind of. He falls on a knife. Yeah, he was more of an accident. Like a prison snitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what else? She recognizes Calder in the video. Yeah. She seems to be able to watch her mom with uh, like some emotional restraints. She doesn't fall apart like Crybaby Jack needs to go see a therapist. Hey. Or Jonathan Bristol. Like, is, is Jack a nickname for someone named Jonathan? Did you notice that? Yeah. That's a Nick. That's a thing. Yes. How is when is e- that a thing? Everyone you've ever met named Jack is actually named Jonathan. Jonathan Nick Nicholson. Yeah. No. You want to look it up? So Jonathan. Uh, uh, Jonathan Johnson, the you, the boxer. Uh, what about him? So is the, his name? If his name is Jack Johnson, yeah. Uh-huh. His name is Jonathan Johnson. Probably. No. You, you don't buy it. You don't buy this at all. Just <laughs> uh, don't hold water. Uh, you're uh, you're so naive. This is melting like a snowman on a kitchen knife. <laughs> it could be that I was just watching it in a room where the display had too much sunlight on it. But didn't it seem like everybody shooting up the cabin was black? <laughs> uh, <laughs> could it could have been the display issues? Yeah, they weren't black. I don't think I, they did. I'll, maybe I was distracted by the very large t- subtitles. That just said uh, speaking Russian as they were Kalashnikoving up the uh, the cabin. I think they were black, and I think that's weird for Russian. I think that's pretty guys. awesome. I think. Oh, I think we're learning things about Russia that we're, we're just a, our little Cold War curtain, the Iron Curtain. We didn't know shit about them, and now uh, now we're learning things. This Turns out they got black people. Lots of black people. Why aren't their uh, their records better? <laughs> and then Shades of Thunderball. They're escaping from this cabin after he, uh, Sydney gets some sense fucked into her. Yeah, she's, this is her being a good spy. She they, gets sky hooked uh, right off a motorcycle like it's no big deal. Look at that. So I was going to say uh, Shades of Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Nobody's played Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes, the they Phantom have. Pain. Nobody's ever played it. You're they've the only person. They played Peace play Walker, it. and they've also played Snake Eater Nobody's because they used Snake Eater. The sky hook, the Fulton device, is a real thing. The Fulton device? What they, that little balloon they shoot up in the air to get, like, swooped up? I know it's a real thing. They use it in Thunderball. Do they really? And a Batman movie, yeah. And a Batman movie? Yeah, Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. In fact, I bet... Go on, let's see what you get. Let's say some shit about the Chinese while you're at it. You're on a roll here. I don't need to. They say enough shit about themselves. But the, uh, if I had to guess, the reason why Batman uses that skyhook is because uh, director Christopher Nolan is such a James Bond obsessive. Is he really? Yes. Okay. That's why uh, there's all that, that James Bond shit in his movies. <laughs> uh, the Skyhook and Dark Knight. He just keeps the, throwing uh, like Sean Connery and like Stan Lee-ish kind of cameos. The, uh, that plane heist thing in uh, Batman 3. The mountain top ski chase in Inception. It's all very... 
heavy-handed James Bond nonsense. I didn't didn't think about that. Okay, so here's what we figured out. Getting laid definitely made Sydney a better spy. Two, uh, those Russian soldiers probably weren't black. Yeah. All right. We're in agreement. On these things. A plethora of illusions in their skyhook escape, which was pretty awesome, except it looked like once they got pulled off the motorcycle, it it looked like... The Jeep or the Humvee and like the motorcycle met like at like two miles an hour. Like they barely tapped yeah. and then it exploded. It was like that. The Simpsons kind of cartoon dinky right. uh, contact explosion. Well, I guess as soon as you let off of the uh, the what have you on the motorcycle, then it would stop accelerating. Right. I think, well, it would carry the momentum would carry it out. Like it wouldn't just right. it wasn't like hitting it would the brakes. stop. Yeah. But it had a ways to go before it hit the Humvee. Yeah. So it, it really wouldn't have gone very fast. I don't buy it. I don't think. Yeah. Would, unless there's like some type of. A fail-safe explosion device on their spy uh, motorcycle. That makes sense. That makes sense. I like that. Is this director also, uh, is this a, uh, another a reference to Lethal Weapon 2? You remember Lethal Weapon 2 when they escaped Riggs's, uh mobile home on the beach? Sure. So what's the deal with SD6? Do they Are they like vector marketing? Like they just like recruit from college campuses? <laughs> vector marketing? Yeah. Oh, God. Did, you know, you, did they recruit you? Vector marketing? Yeah. Of course. For the listener who might not know about vector marketing, they're a uh, a company that sells steak knives, and they convince you to come in for a seminar. You buy a set to sell, or you buy a set as a demonstration to sell. And uh, the idea is that, you know, you make a huge commission on these, and you have your set of steak knives. But it turns out nobody ever wants to buy a set of steak knives. So you just pay $200 for a set of steak knives, that are probably they they tried to recruit me, I should say. I never actually bought the steak knives. Yeah. But you're stuck with this kind of expensive, unremarkable set of steak knives and uh, vector mark marketing is laughing all the way to the bank. It seems like why else would you recruit at college campuses? Ah. It's like cults, vector marketing, Lyndon uh, LaRouche. Lyndon LaRouche, Bernie, and uh the armed forces. That's it. No, there's other people. Uh, that's that's the Army. That's the Air Force. AIDS Project LA. That's the Navy. That's the Marines. Yeah. Coast Guard. National Guard. These are the things that recruit at college campuses. That's it. So SD6 is among them? Yes. And as well, really, it's more <laughs> Credit Delphine. Remember, you have to spend six months at Credit Delphine. That's true. It's a good doing internship some fucking filing. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So there was nothing useful on this. Well, oh, we, we didn't talk about back at the uh, CIA AV club, chain link oh, fence. Cabin. All right. So Vaughn tells Sydney that K-Directorate has hired the snowman to find Kazanow, and I believe he says dismember him. Did he say that? That's what I have typed out. <laughs> oh, yeah, then you're probably I sh- right. I should have checked the transcript. Yeah. Because it seemed a little, little colorful for Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> seemed a little poetic. Wait, have you checked the transcript of the show in the past? Oh, totally. Really? I did for this episode okay. for some reason or another because I wanted to make sure. I'm like, why did I type that? Jesus then, Christ. Do you have like an office somewhere? Like, Do you go to work? But like instead of going to work, it's like an office that's just full of like alias transcripts like piled up on a cabinet. No, they're online. Oh, okay. Yeah. You type control F. For some reason, I just pictured you like... Uh, Thumbing through... Uh, like Roger Ebert. It's like a bunch of, <laughs> of paperwork around your desk. I get frustrated and I throw a page up into the air. Yeah, fuck that page. 
Fuck that fat pig. May he rest in peace. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, a national treasure. Yeah, he was a good critic, but come on, he was a pig man. <laughs> he looked like he would have forced uh, Luke Skywalker into the Rancor pit. <laughs> and fallen in himself. Yeah. Will and Francie are hanging out a lot these days. The platonic what? duo. There's no way they're platonic. I oh, think, really? I think Francie's going to start making a lot of sense <laughs> after... Well, what do you mean? A lot of after, sense. After after Will Foxer. Okay. Oh, Jesus. And that's the only thing that makes sense to me. They're just hanging out. They're playing Madden 2002. Yeah. What, what's going on with him? He doesn't have anything going on in his life now. Well, because, he, yeah, he got beat. He had Jack beat some sense into him. Yeah. Uh, intern was done with his shit. Yeah. He's just, Come pick me up in the fucking middle of nowhere. I don't want to meet your fucking grandma. I don't want to have your grandmother's recipe. He's uh, just hanging out with Francie, taking her on dates, doing kind oh, yeah, of taking her to go see basketball players to get her all taking sexually her to movies, excited, taking her to uh, <laughs> his award shows. Yeah, um, they're having nice, quiet evenings at home playing video games. Yeah, they're dating. Uh, I think they're both just devastated with loneliness. Yeah, I don't think so. I think uh, he caught her on the rebound because he's kind of sleazy. He macks on his intern. <laughs> He is he an gets intern his, macker. He gets his friend on the rebound. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't trust him. How long do you think he's going to survive on this show? you think he makes it to the end? Oh, shit. I don't know. I don't know. Anything? What, what, what do you mean? No. The third season is like the... It's where it falls to shit. Yeah. Or so is my understanding. Yeah. So and that I might think, be where I, I think it's awesome. It might be where we just like... We're delirious. Delirious. <laughs> eating popcorn. Eating pie. Yeah. We could have a pie with every episode of Alias Season 3. Oh, Each of us, not split it. Don't split a it. A whole pie? Yeah. A whole... I'm going to get it. So I we mean, can get separate pies. Well, we're going to still watch it in our respective homes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we don't... Okay, so if I say I'm going to watch this while eating a key lime pie... Up like, to you. Yeah. Awesome. You're going to have what? Uh, banana cream, always. Uh, well, we have our, our weekends planned, folks. Yeah. Uh, in about <laughs> six months or so. On that computer core that they stole from Arkenglesk. How, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you say Ar- it? Yeah. Arkenglau? Yeah. Nothing useful. <laughs> the, finding the, the territory Tasman. of Russia full of black guys. Which is great. Yeah. That's it's awesome. A, that's not a compl- I'm not saying avoid it. I'm just saying that's what's there. If I ever go to Russia, that's the one place I'll go. Yep. They found videos of Spy Mom on that computer core. And guess who's real uptight about Spy Mom? Spy Dad. So what happens? Sydney watches it. She learns that Spy Dad was assigned to Project Christmas. I'm still. Oh, she, her fucking dad's name is Jonathan, and that blew her mind. But anyway, yes. <laughs> I her just, name was a, what? Ivana Avinkla. Oh, uh, I wrote that down. Irina Derevko. Irina Derevko. Yes. And what, was, what was her her white folks' name? Laura. Laura Bristow. Yeah. Yeah. She says like Laura. Well, she's you know, American accent, yeah. and. I just feel like it's Snowman, Project Christmas. They missed the the timing's all wrong in this episode. It means all wrong. And yeah, go back to that. He kills people with an ice pick. Sure. Like in Basic Instinct. Yeah. Catherine which, Trammell. Which was, uh, was, yeah, Basic Instinct. Like, you know, the snow woman. <laughs> like, who, who makes that connection? I think they, were, they wanted to use Iceman because ice pick. But that was what that famous... Val uh, Kilmer. Oh, from uh, Top Gun? Yeah. I think the the HBO series had come out by now about the famous. They made recently made a movie with it with uh, the new Zod. 
Mr. Michael Shannon. Yeah, Mr. Face Bones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Face Bones. He has like every bo- like his cheeks, his chin. It's just a lot of bones. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, they they made a movie with this one with that uh, ice. I think they made it. I think it was called The Ice Man. About uh, it was a fictional portrayal of the real hitman that HBO made a documentary of. He talks mm-hmm. about killing killing people like in a variety of ways. And do you think that that's relevant? I because th- I think if you're gonna name some if if you're gonna call give someone a nickname based on what they used to kill people mm-hmm. and what they used to kill people is an ice pick. You're either gonna say you're gonna call them Ice Man. You're goddamn right. Yeah. If he's gonna be the Snowman, he yeah. should kill people with shovels or with carrots. Yep. Nothing else. Yeah. Or maybe he, coal. Yeah, makes him swallow. Chokes coal. him with a scarf. That's pretty good. Just like shoots him in the head and just screams "Happy Birthday." Is that a thing that you do to uh, snowmen? Happy Birthday. That's what Frosty the Snowman says. <laughs> Why? One of his many lines. <laughs> What in the in the movie? Yeah, <laughs> no, in fucking real life. This is where you see Frosty the Snowman on the F train. You yell that to him, he gets fucking pissed. Hey, asshole! I'm just an actor. It's not my birthday. My <laughs> birthday is December twenty fifth. Just like Christ. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing he says. It's I had the same reaction when one of my friends told me that, and I was like, bullshit. <laughs> but it's it's honest to God. All right, we're gonna do research yeah. after this. We're going to see if these hitmen are black, and then we're going to find out if uh, Frosty the Snowman says happy birthday, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Oh, that's why it's, I, I, I have given you, uh, speaking of out of season with Operation Christmas Tree and Snowman, I've given you the early Christmas gift of, ha- of happy birthday and the ridiculous laughter that it causes when you realize this is something that's Frosted the Snowman said. See, I don't realize that yet. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's true. You're laughing. It could all. just be a weird lie. I could be lying, but I think... If it's a weird lie, I'm still happy about it. I got some chuckles out of you, so I'm happy about okay. it. We're all happy. But back in the, Anyway, so yeah, it's a weird... A lot of Christmas stuff missed the mark. Yeah, but Sydney recognizes Calder in the video as Spy Mom. Calder did you, being, rec- did you recognize him? When he turned around, because as soon as he turned around, I'm like, "All right, who is this?" I thought it was Sloan at first. I thought it was um, Kasanov. Okay. I mean, well, I, we were both wrong. Yeah. It's Agent Calder, who was the FBI agent that uh, allegedly chased her car off the bridge or whatever. Um, the mailman, quote unquote. He was also in the KGB, so they were. Uh, he was her handler. Yeah. And Sydney thinks that if she can find Calder, she can find her mother, probably. Let me. All right. So That's this, a good lead. This is a good question. All right. Does the KGB know that the CIA and SD6 are unrelated? Mm, that is a good question. Did they infiltrate SD6 when they meant to infiltrate the CIA? <laughs> uh, I think KGB knows. Did they infiltrate SD6 knowing that most of its employees think it's a branch of the CIA? This is not addressed. Uh, okay, and so, it seems like a doozy. All right, so when you all right, so you you just said when the KGB infiltrated SD six, the right. KGB did not. No, they did with uh, with Jack, but that wasn't. Oh, wait, oh, no, Jack wasn't KGB. His wife was right, but she got into Project Christmas through Jack. Project Christmas was an SD six thing, not a CIA thing. Was it really? Yeah, because otherwise he couldn't share this with Sloan and. And all of them. It would have to be strictly a CIA Wait, thing. Did he say, did he share that with Sloan, the Project Christmas part? Because yeah. remember, Jack didn't want to watch the video. Sydney watched it first. So she's the one that knows about Project Christmas. and Right. But since Arvin is the one who led the investigation into 
Wait Laura being a spy, then presumably <laughs> it's an SD6 thing, not a... Whoa, not whoa, a whoa. CIA thing. So if Arvin knows that both Jack and Sydney have watched this video, mm-hmm. then he also knows that Sydney knows that they're not really part of the CIA. Because yes. uh, Laura says, I, I was infiltrating the CIA. Right. But they think... Arvin, oh, I guess he, Arvin, Arvin thinks that Sydney thinks that she is in the CIA. That's right. Jesus fucking Christ. So, so do you think the KGB knows... That E6 is not the CIA? I think so. Okay. I think the Alliance of Twelve and and K Directorate, they're all they're all uh Suddenly it just seems to me that this this weird parallel spy agency that's pretending to be the CIA. Yeah. It's a really uh, unnecessary complication to the whole premise of the show. Yeah. It seems like no, no, they could be separate. They could have just used like the KGB instead of having to have like a third, another third party. Usually, it's the KGB and the CIA that are at odds with each other, right? Historically, but, in the terms of our sure. of our nation, maybe. But but the idea that SD six is pretending to be the CIA, as opposed to some other intelligence agency altogether, yeah, like a, a super secretive NSA. Type thing. Well, that's what they are. I mean, that's what they say. They're like, we're like the NSA of the CIA. We're like a super secret branch of the CIA. But regardless, they think that they're the CIA. Right. It's Which seems like, why would you lie about that? It seems like you should just instead say that you're this other agency that has no oversight over or from the CIA. Like the fifth echelon from exactly. uh, Splinter Cell? Yeah. And do, so just don't... Uh, don't talk to the CIA. Is it third echelon or I fifth? I, I, I don't he know. Has, Sam don't Fisher know has the fifth. Is. Sam Fisher has the fifth freedom, which means he just murders. Sam Fisher. Get with the you. You know video games. Stop trying to pretend. I like have you no do. idea what Splinter Cell is. I've seen the box. It's got a man in silhouette wearing night vision goggles. There you go. You know what it is. I don't know. What Alias it is. Splinter Cell. I, yeah, it's Tom Clancy. Yeah, right? crawl around in a wig, like any old, like every game if that I Splinter love. Splinter Cell had that. I would. Shut this fucking thing off, and I would play it right now. If it had the main character running around in a wig. I think you just laid out a yes. challenge to the modding community. <laughs> Marcus doesn't trust Noah, so Noah gets another lie detector test. Wait, because of Marcus? <laughs> Not because, but I don't think anybody trusts Noah. People are like, who the fuck's this guy? I hate this guy. He reminds me of that guy that directed Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So he's going to get asked a lot of questions about his bank accounts by, by the tall... Angus Scrim from Phantasm. McCullough. Before all this happened, we had Sydney and Noah talking. And Snowa Man? Snowa Man. Snow <laughs> No Noah am Snowman. Oh fuck. It was in front of us the whole time. Yep. Uh they were talking this is another one of these fucking things that frustrates me in the show. He's telling her about how he's gonna leave. He's mm-hmm. Like, I wanna get the fuck out of here. I've set things up. The time is right. I have money. You're in the, like, God damn it. You're in the middle of a, a fucking fake spy agency or not even, well, not fake. Yeah. They're a spy agency, but they're not the CIA. There should be microphones everywhere. There's, there should be microphones everywhere. It's at You're the very. in the body scanning room where presumably yeah. it, it has the most microphones. At the very least, just assume that you're under surveillance and there's some asshole that's really good at reading lips looking at the video camera. At the very least, you're in this shitty open office full of brick walls that are just having sound bounce around. Mm-hmm. Like, 
stop no, like yeah stop talking like everyone is really bad about having private conversations around a bunch of fucking spies they should do uh text messages even yeah. though uh it's unclear if that technology was popular at this point it, it was it was there i've texted some folks yeah me too but we were kids yeah things were, just, were different things were different we were like ah i don't know what do i do when i say yes what do i do i include my name and then regards mitchell at the end of this what do i do too hard yeah Vaughn, he's going to go to, to Bogota, talk to one of the snowman's victims. He's going to give him some information so they can catch the snowman. Yeah. He says to Greg Grunberg, fat X-Wing pilot. Watch my, don't let my dog get fat, fatty. Watch my dog, fat man. Give it a can of wet food and half a can of dry food. Dry food doesn't come in cans. You're a terrible pet owner, Vaughn. Yeah. That's why your dog isn't fat. You don't know how to feed it. A dog is a ruse. So go over there and just... Prepare to clear my browser should I die in Bogota. <laughs> That's a good scam. Yeah. Just scam? what? Scam or a good contingency plan? Yeah. Maybe. No, go feed my... Yeah, I'm going to feed his dog. Maybe this dog that we have yet to see is uh, just code. It's probably just... Uh, yeah. I'm not even like... Not even clear my browser. Just destroy my VHS copies of The Day of the Warrior and the Complete Hot Springs Hotel. Thank you. <laughs> Vaughn meets Mr. Kishel. One of the snowman's victims. Kind of looks like a burnt old uh, Spock Prime. I said he, he has a, a Mason Verger, uh, Richard Harrow vibe to Oh, him. okay. Because, you know, his face, it's all fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good enough. And he seems to have this kind of like talking out of the side of his mouth. He wants revenge. Who's Richard Harrow again? He's that guy in Boardwalk Empire with the uh, oh. tin mask. Yeah. Mm. I, th I almost thought you were thinking of Richard Harris. Nope. Richard Harrow. Nope. That's the one. Back at SD6, Jesus, Sloan with his conversation with his wife to get stronger painkillers. He's just uh, like wiping his brow with his handkerchief. <laughs> oh, my wife is dying. This is terrible. <laughs> it's like, I, I got to get her stronger painkillers. Yeah. Maybe take twice as many. How about <laughs> That's that? how it works. And meanwhile, Noah and Marshall Flankman, they're in a supply closet with a glass door, just having the time of their lives. <laughs> Just laughing so hard. Like 90s music is playing as they pal around. Victor Garber, he and Ron Rifkin, he and Arvin, they yeah. have this, this conversation about the men in Sydney's lives. Would you say these are their their dad-offs? Like every yeah. episode, there's a who's the better dad They right do now. have a who's the better dad yeah. conversation. And right now, I can't tell who's winning. I think it's probably Spy Dad because he's not evil, but uh, he seems distracted. But he, Arvin always, he held his feet to the fire when it came to, well, where were you in that part of your life when you were drinking and uh, acting <laughs> reckless? That's so, true. I, lo I love Arvin, too, because he's very, he's so subtle with his, like, so subtle and calm. He never really raises his voice, but uh, he always delivers that coup de grace of, like, yeah, I remember you being an asshole. Can you imagine just 50 minutes of Victor Garber and Ron Rifkin talking at each other? How psyched would you be if there was an episode where it's like it's Ron Rifkin and Victor Garber stuck in an elevator, <laughs> just kind of talking, taking drinks from drinking glasses. Wouldn't that be great? Just getting each other's faces, sweat glistening off of Alanamba Balaban's stubble. Yeah. And he uh, says these things about, uh, it's like, look, you were right about Will Tippin. Yeah, he's like, no. But, but he, she wasn't fucking him. Garber, Garber's, yeah. Well, Garber said that. Garber was, has Tippin been an issue? Has Tippin been a problem since? And uh, yeah, that was his follow-up. Sydney shares her plan 
for her and Noah to find Calder in Cape Town, where he has recently been spotted. What does it consist of? Yeah, what, what, what did it consist of? It was a green warehouse with a computer rack thing in the middle of it. Oh, right. And she has to dangle upside down like a fucking idiot with a <laughs> wireless modem, Yeah, which I believe is what they called it. Uh, I'm assuming it's like a, a Wi-Fi. Uh, I don't know. Like a two. Uh, no, yeah. Like a G. What's the 102.11 G? One oh, like a uh, wireless modem. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Wi-Fi, <laughs> uh, which has to be within three inches. Yeah. Of this thing, Marshall Flinkman, he says, "Well, I have a thing that will eliminate any sound in the room." Yeah. Because this has like a audio sensors with a threshold of 0.05 decibels. By my reckoning. This means that that facility would basically have to be in a soundproof room. Yeah. With no air conditioning. It couldn't be under a flight path. It couldn't be <laughs> remotely near a highway. I didn't even think about that. If there's thunder. <laughs> uh, it's like, why does it need to be all that? The uh, aluminum siding, which it seems to be yeah. made out of, if it that just like rain. shakes a little. Yeah. If there's a strong wind. Wind, yeah. Uh, like that would have set it off. It's... it's Stupid. <laughs> but Dwarf Pansy has this great audio thing that uses a phase shifting blah, 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 blah to eliminate the sound. And, I really, use I, it. and I really hope they had to act like they were talking, but they really weren't. Mm. It wasn't even like, yeah, just, just say whatever you want. We're going to cut the audio. Yeah. Like, no, no talking. And the skilled lip reader just sees uh, what's his name saying the N word over and over and over again. <laughs> like, stop it. Noah. Snowman, but the you snowmen are white. So he, <laughs> black snowmen are actually not worth keeping around. <laughs> and, it's, and it is because Jesus. of their color, and Jeez. it's nothing to do with ethnicity or race. It's oh, because they're God. dirty snowmen made of dirty snow. Probably have shit in them. <laughs> oh, this is this is gonna be our too hot for the podcast episode. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all the stuff we ended up. Nothing folks. to do with race. Yeah. Black snow, don't make it in the balls to make a snowman. <laughs> don't you eat that yellow snow? Don't you make that black snow snowman? Yellow snow is just as bad as black snow. Yeah. And it's nothing to do with being Asian. Jesus. But I was kind of hoping that we were going to see, like, Marshall. And, and like, if this is going to happen, he's going to, like, turn off his little the sound-canceling device. Mm -hmm. And it was gonna, the music was, was going to be super loud. And they were just going to cut to Arvin. Like looking up from a piece of paper, I mean, like Marshall. But no, that didn't happen. Because we can we can make him look like a jackass, but we can't really humiliate him. And the song that he was playing, "Ready, Steady, Go" by Paul Oakenfold. Uh, That's what that was. Yeah, was it, that as is in the as was when it was broadcast? I as can't is, imagine never, ever shall be because that's like a song. It's in like the Born Identity. That's like a something of a hit, at least a club hit. But I was wondering, I was like, when did Born Identity come out? Several months. 2002, right? Several months after this, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this not only predates the Born Identity, but it also predates the release of the single by over a week. So this has to be the first usage of the single in, in any context. Maybe there was a video. I didn't see it. So this has to be the stupidest action type scene in Alias so far. Yeah. It's just totally pointless. Uh, <laughs> they were following the formula. Oh, uh, I actually remembered something that's to your point of Alias being a fucking better spy. She's the one that recommends this operation. 
So Arvin's like, oh, Sydney has put together this op. Here we We're go just going to go with it. Yeah. Because he delivered it with confidence. Now that her eyes aren't crossing from how horny she is all the yeah. time. And yeah, <laughs> works out. <laughs> so I was hoping you would build on that a little no, bit, maybe. I'm just going to let that, let that some dead air, let that sink in. Yep. Uh, anyway, her rope slips. Uh, because Noah's looking at the whatever and the download meter, and he fucks his arm bar. up, and it's gross. And Does he? Needs... I thought he, he keeps he keeps her from falling. Yeah, but oh, the wire like cuts the, it. Yeah, and he needs a bunch of stitches. Yeah, you don't you don't uh, anyone out there that's handling a rope never uh, wrap the rope around your arm. Just don't touch a rope. Yeah, I've have... ne- I've never touched a rope and not bled. Have your rope servant handle all ropes for you. Get some gloves. Yeah. Uh, credit Dauphine, Spy Dad is watching the Spy Mom interview, and she's a dick. Says yeah. that Jack Bristow is a fool. Says, yeah, pretty much everything he didn't want to see or have confirmed. Jack about. Bristow is a a dummy with a small penis. Small penis. Uh, Jack incompetent Brist- lover. Jack Bristow's breath smells terrible, and he doesn't Jumps know how to read very well. Flops around on you like a fish. I'm trying to think of uh, things that Russians would actually say about Americans. They don't know how to chop wood. Look at his posture. He's not a man. Like, who the fuck are you? We just met. He eats soup like a child. He doesn't even know the taste of soup. No, there you go. Much better. Yeah, it's it's all shit like that. Like, look, we do things differently here. Why are you so intense? We just met. Why are you insulting me? (laughs) Me with every Russian I've ever met. Really? (laughs) Literally every Russian I've ever met. Like we just met like like twenty minutes ago, and you're asking me why I don't believe in myself? <laughs> like, go to hell! Yeah, they got you there. Yeah. Oh, it's true. I don't believe in myself, <laughs> but they they can't know that from twenty minutes. Cut to the quick. That's what those Russians do. I guess. Yeah, they beat the Nazis. So what are you gonna do? So credit Dauphine. Spy Dad is so bummed out by watching Spy Mom on this tape. I, I felt bad for him. I really felt bad for the character. And he's just. Written his draw, he's so bummed out. There was a lot of pain and sadness in his eyes. That was some good acting from Victor Garber. He has to run out immediately and make an appointment with Doctor Barnett. So he oh, so he was watching this at the CIA thing. He was he not at? Well, he must have if Doctor Barnett was there. Yeah, Sydney. She doesn't give him a hard time. She's like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make, make time. For I'll you. make I'll make time for you. Yeah, you handsome gay man. <laughs> handsome I love pussy. you. I hope they fall in love. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Uh, he needs a nice beard. Yeah, he's due. He's been beardless for far too long, and it's starting to affect his reasoning. <laughs> it's my theory for everything going Women forward. need to get fucked. Gay men could be in lovely gay relationships, but they also need a beard. Somebody's got to fuck him. <laughs> if it could be another man, that's great. But no, nobody's fucking Jack Bristow. They can't have uh, a happy, healthy, gay sexual relationship and a beard. They uh, could. More the merrier, yeah. I say, because then he's it's he's tradition. Also, Come on, it's also uh, straightening out Doctor Barnett's kitchen. Oh yeah, you, so you it, give a little, you get a little. That's folks. three people that are winning right yeah. there, and it's uh, I would say the more people are uh, getting laid, the clearer they're thinking. <laughs> look at uh, yeah, you, this look is, at the Christian right. Look at like, the mess they're in. Like that fucking uh, Kellogg guy, Remember the guy that made uh, Kellogg cereal, who had like those. Was his name Kellogg? I believe so. Gustav Kellogg. Gustav? Uh, yeah, he had, uh, I don't remember his first name, but he had like those weird sex retreats. <laughs> or he just had like those, uh, they made a movie about it, I think, with Anthony Hopkins. 
Oh, uh, well, uh, Road to Wellville? Is that is that it? With Dana Carvey? Maybe. Yeah. But kind of based on that, like, you need to eat cereal and grain and fuck a lot, and you'll be a lot healthier. He's right. Yeah. Anthony Hopkins talking sense, as always. I could be wrong about who played that, who, who the name of the movie was and who the actor is. I'm pretty sure it's Road to Wellville, and I think Dana Carvey's in there. Okay. Well, anyway, that's you. He you, likes you, to look at the naked ladies. You're thinking. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> oh, God. I, I mean, your thinking is along those lines in terms of more you're laid, the better you're played. Sure. I don't think that rhyme really the, works, but yeah. The more sex, the less you're hexed. Okay. That sounds good, too. <laughs> Francie and Will. Yeah. They confront. Sydney on her plane ticket that they found. Sydney, with her save, says, well, we have this new client. And this client doesn't like to send things through the mail because they don't want a paper trail. Because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that means what, she's just picking up uh, tax returns or deposit slips? Well, it doesn't matter. Like You, send some, you can send anything through the mail. It doesn't yeah. make a trail because the Postal Service doesn't... Look at what's inside the thing. Well, they they do. They have searching machines. Searching machines. They got searching machines. All right, I'm I'm cutting you off. Supercomputers and thinking machines, like in fucking Jurassic Park. What we're seeing here is a well laid woman tricking two Two. confused and horny people. Okay, so this is good evidence as your dictum: the more your sex, the less your hex. The better laid, the better paid. Better Uh, laid, the better paid. Okay. The the better. No, I'll go with that. Go with something that try to work something in. You can do this. Uh, why am I doing all your heavy lifting? Say something that um, that gets the the more your like, your pipes are cleared, you're thinking better. Like sex equals better thinking. Yeah, try that. Um, the more you're boned, you're mentally honed. There you go. Yeah, was that so fucking hard? I'm here floundering like a goddamn. It was a little bit. <laughs> Because I haven't gotten laid in about a week. <laughs> Melting like a black snowman over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, these two, not fucking clearly, because they're so easily duped yeah. by such a stupid lie of... He couldn't just write Albert Borland on his mail and like send it in. Albert Borland, the co-host of Home Improvement? Albert, Ho- she, like, the secret client couldn't like be like, oh, I know what to do. I don't want a paper trail. And so uh, because that Albert, Albert Borland, care of tool time. Uh, yeah. Like that makes it like no, that's what you would do. That's if you wanted to hide your paper trail. So this lie doesn't make sense. I'm I'm arguing for you. And like, I yeah, know. It's I a just lie. I think it's funny that the random name you chose was was Al Borland. That sounds like a good fake name, right? Well, it I was. Check into hotels like that, <laughs> and people would be like Al Borland, the host of Home Improvement, the fucking competent host of Home Improvement. I love Al. Yeah, we all love Al. Mm. Oh, oh, Father oh. of West Borland, guitarist for Limbisky. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> the band, not uh, West Borland. He's very much alive and making wonderful music with his wife. And uh, probably owner of a lot of funky contact lenses. So Most, g- Yeah, he's putting those pe- folks in business. I wonder if he's heard the new Radiohead record. I bet he has. I bet you he has. And I bet he thinks it's I terrific. I bet you he's sent some wonderful tweets to Johnny Greenwood. Who hasn't responded? Yeah. Not, not good at uh, checking his inbox. Yeah. Nothing... On the bullshit that they retrieved initially from uh, 
the warehouse. Right. Until. Because there was like an EMP that scrambled it. So this, this yeah, giant it was shed. Something like that, right? Yeah. And then Marshall has this brilliant decryption. Oh, Sloan can't stop going on about how brilliant Marshall is with his normal sized hands. Well, no, he cuts it like he's like, I did th- like uh, Marshall. He gets like the Marshall thing. Yeah. What do we got here? A lot of uncomfortable touching from Arvin. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. Don't don't gloss over that. Where's the uncomfortable touching? Yeah, uh, it was in that Not scene. where and them, but he's touching uh, the... Sydney. Do- oh, okay. And it's like, well, Noah, he's going to go on, on a deep cover mission. He volunteered for it. When in reality, he's flying the coop and going the Tuvalu. So how about that? Yeah. And, you can come uh, with me, Sydney. Just say, fuck all this. Yeah, Fuck your loser friends that aren't having sex. Let's go for a week. These people aren't making sense anymore. They're yeah. not getting laid. You think that Arvin's uh, daffy now? Think wait, about wait all that. his wife does. That hot cabin charisma we had. Cabin charisma. Just, I love it. They went from, oh, that was awesome. They, I like that opening scene. They went from like just being like coiled together to just like, boom, jumping down a trap door and then they coming up dressed in like their full spy leather black outfits. <laughs> I love that they have like a weird little uh, Anne Frank Heidi hole in yeah. their uh, in their Siberian safe house. Yeah, yeah, that makes if you're a spy, there should be a, a trapdoor exit that has like in every room. It's kind of like uh, the Adam West Batman. <laughs> like when they slid down the pole and they're yeah. just in costume. Like they jumped down the trapdoor and like popped up in costume. Riding out in uh, a little, uh, little bike, yeah. It's like just like Batman, yeah. Like is. it always is. Always about Batman. Marshall found Valinko slash Calder. He's in Mackie, Australia. They're gonna snatch him. Arvin says to Sydney. Oh, Mackie was in Australia. I was trying to figure out where that was. Yeah, and Vaughn at the same time he finds out that the snowman is going to be in the same place. What are the odds of that? He's got to warn Sydney, because that snowman might be trying to kill Calder, I guess. Yeah. It's awfully convenient. I know that snowman's, or who was not, not Kasanov, Kliskis? What? Linksis? Who was the, Linksis? Vaughn went to go visit some mauled person in Bogota. What was his name? Uh, Kinski? Kissel. Kissel. Yeah. Kissel. Kissel was like, yeah, that motherfucker. He did me bad. You go get some. You go get him, Vaughn. He done me dirty. He done me dirty. Dummy wrong. So Sydney gets to uh, whatever cheesy beach house. <laughs> it's supposed to be where Calder's hiding out. Oh, just a fucking Cinemax after dark shooting location if I've ever seen one. Absolutely. Have. You nailed it. And she gets there. The guards are dead. The guards are dead, and she's making a lot of fucking noise for... Uh, a spy? Yeah, for a spy. For a, a woman. Hey. Women are lighter on their feet. No, she's making a lot of noise for someone in a situation where there may still be an active killer about. And uh, meanwhile, out of nowhere, it's a man in a mask. He and Sydney have a fight. When did you figure out it was going to be Noah? I'm an idiot. When I saw the bandaged arm. Really? Yeah. As soon as I I think... uh, This looks so stupid that this guy was wearing a ski mask. I was like, why the fuck would he wear a ski mask? Oh, it's Noah. Yeah. See, I, I, uh, uh, I had hoped that Noah would die, so we don't have to deal with Peter Berg anymore. No, you don't. You want to see Sydney just fucked and 
firing on all cylinders all the I time. I want to see her fuck Will. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe <laughs> Vaughn. <laughs> what about Dwarf Hands? Why not Dwarf Hands? We don't know that Dwarf Hands isn't getting laid. He seems to be one of the more competent people on this show. Sure, he's got scoliosis. Yes, hey. he loves candy. Yes, he loves inflatable furniture. Yeah, but he, you know, he's but, he's taking care of himself. He's like, fuck it, I'm not gonna let scoliosis stop me. I got this inflatable furniture. Yeah, my hands are completely normal size. I'm not gonna despite be an, what the internet says. I'm not gonna be an asshole that just blares my music all over the goddamn office. I'm gonna wear headphones while I work. Because I kind of look like Mel Gibson, maybe. Yeah. So, fuck all y'all. And maybe Henry Cavill. Who knows? Sure. Or a little uh, of both. All these. Uh, he kind of looks like Henry Cavill and uh, Newzod. Newzod. Uh, oh, did, yeah. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Sure. Combined. <laughs> you had to. <laughs> you force them into one like compressed person in like a really painful sci-fi movie type melding scene. And like then if you, you divided one by the other. And like yeah, put them together and like you literally divided them one by the other, uh-huh. other in like facial features and in size. That's it would be like Marshall. Like perfectly, yeah. But then scaled him up so he was uh, the height of a normal man with we must emphasize normal sized hands. Yes. All right. Plenty of evidence for that. I'm tired of these podcasts about my small hands. First such incidents was Final Frontiers. <laughs> now that Sydney has a taste for the D, I hope that she proceeds very D focused. So it's just going to turn into, oh, maybe it devolves into like. Uh, Species, and she just yeah, like ravishly. I would love that. Michael Madsen's there, <laughs> of Others. course. I uh, I think that Michael Madsen probably was in the throes of personal troubles at this point, but I don't know. Wasn't he always in the throes of personal troubles? Yeah, but there are personal troubles, and there are personal. He troubles. Uh, he was on Cribs. He had Keith Moon's uh, Malibu Beach House. That's just that says a Is lot that true? right there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I would, I'm like, why would? Why, ah, fuck, I love that. I should have that house. I know that he has a very large collection of snakeskin boots. <laughs> oh, and he's very excited. He loves to go to Mexico to buy snakeskin boots. It's a very important thing for him to do. So, but, all right. And the, but here he was in the throes of personal trouble. Too. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. 2002. It was a rocky time. For all right. us all, really. All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. So next week we'll talk about ep- episode 20 of season one. That's, whatever, usually, that usually, that's usually how they go from 19 to 20. Whatever the hell it's called. There, there, I have no idea. <laughs> there was a look of confusion on your face. Like ep- episode tw- 20. Is that right? Yeah. You can check the numbers. Yeah. Turns follows. out I was right. Yeah. I know the numbers. Uh I didn't know. I don't know the name of the episode. I I will not ask. Damn straight. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at Final Frontiers. Send us an email telling us how much you love us. FinalFrontiersPod at gmail.com. I guess you should rate us on iTunes. It seems tacky to ask. Yeah. Because who Do cares? Whatever. Who cares? I've never, I've never looked at the ratings of a podcast on iTunes. I've never... If you like Alias and you want to listen to some shit, if you have friends that like well, the Alias, tell your friends. Yeah. We're not going to stop doing this. Yeah. We're... we're you could beg us. In yeah. fact, write in to beg us to stop. Yeah. And we'll read Tweet your it. pleas and we're not going to do it. Uh, I am Matthew. And I'm Mitchell. And we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Hey everyone, just a reminder that when we recorded this episode, we were called Final Frontiers. Now we're called Here Come the Warm Gents. 
bit of a mouthful, but that's okay. Uh, so bear with us. Thanks for listening and uh, have fun. <laughs>